everybody, series one has come to an end. What a busy, interesting and eye-opening three months we've had. On launching this podcast, I had a vague project idea of interviewing a few conservationists that I knew, reigniting my own passion for conservation and finding new creative ways to get myself through the dreaded lockdown. Little did I know that we'd have reached over 40 countries, from Japan to Mexico, Russia to New Zealand and Kazakhstan to the Isle of Man, or that we'd have gained over a thousand streams of the podcast in the first three months. I've had the absolute pleasure of hosting 15 amazing guests who have given up their time so kindly and been patient as I learned the tricks of the trade. I've learned so much more than I could ever have imagined and had a right good giggle along the way. For now though, a well-deserved rest is on the cards, but please do continue to enjoy the episodes. Tune in to any you haven't listened to yet, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn, and most importantly, support the charities. Educate yourselves on their work, expand your own knowledge and that of those around you, and give a little bit of your day to the work of some amazing people, who truly are the frontline heroes of the conservation crisis. Special thanks go out to not only those who appear in the podcast, but all the hardworking staff and volunteers who make each of these organisations so downright brilliant. If you're feeling kind, share this podcast with your friends. There's something for everyone of all ages and definitely an animal or two in there that everyone loves. But until next time, take care, stay safe and keep those conservation conversations flowing. Animals and nature have such power to do good for individuals and for society. And we've got to embrace that. And to be honest, I think that's a huge role for the zoo going forward. To make sure that any legislation that's put forward in the next parliamentary term has nature at its heart. And we make sure that these parliamentarians understand what we all do is that nature is not just important for our well-being and for our enjoyment, but it is actually necessary for our very survival. Yeah, like I've said to people, Nick's probably caught more black mambas than you've had hot dinners. So he's a <laughs> very skilled handler and he, he's, he's, a, he's a very skilled handler and, and he's very knowledgeable of their behavior and stuff. Giraffe, so we reckon, you know, in that time frame, there would have been probably more than a million giraffe. And today we, estimate there's probably i think our best estimate at the moment is about 114 and a half thousand giraffe in africa so pretty decent decline uh, one of my former colleagues was able to use this photo id method to match comet one of the males who hasn't been seen in quite a while with footage from the news from the 1970s of a dolphin that swam up a river in ireland While COVID-19 certainly hasn't helped a lot of things, I think it did bring the pangolin to the focus of a lot of people and the wildlife trade to a lot of people. So hopefully people's opinions will start to change and will start to shift and this awareness will grow. First of all, a monkey is a wild animal. Monkeys or any wild animal don't really want to be with us. So they're not domesticated. So for example, a dog that is domesticated, a dog has a natural tendency to be around people. Dogs are happy around people. They want to be in a house, in a family. Yeah, dogs want to be with people in a way because that's how we've domesticated them. A monkey absolutely does not want to be with a human. It wants to be with its own family. 
you know, it's all very well, these breeding programs running smoothly and, and genetic diversity being maintained in zoos. But zoos also, um, you know, in this day and age, they do a lot to try and help protect the habitats of those species as well. Well, you know, people think of a poacher and they think it's just Joe Soap from the bush that's that's stealing these animals, but it unfortunately is organized crime. Um, it's the same syndicates that traffic humans and, and heroin and cocaine and, and those kind of things. So that's what makes it so difficult. It makes it a full-blown war out there is because we're fighting money. And it's one of the most thing, difficult things you can possibly fight because money corrupts the best of souls. So the species is found all the way across Europe and into Russia, but they're only actually at risk in the UK. They used to be found all over the UK, um, and that's as recently as the 1940s, 1950s, but their range is dramatically reduced, like there's hardly any populations. Uh, you know, in Central and West Africa, uh, rangers coming into contact with armed militia groups that can number, you know, between 75 and 500 people. Obviously that requires a specialized skill set um, and, and a paramilitary approach. But our nature reserves are 0.2% of the Isle of Man. You know, agriculture covers 88% of the Isle of Man. Yeah, so I think the important um, message is um, very much about um, what children can do now. Mm. Um, so there is a big discussion around um, uh, everybody really talking in the, about future generations, uh, climate change in the future. Um, even if you hear some of the big leaders talking, it's often about the future. Mm. But um, if you if you understand um, really um, what's happening right now to the planet, it's happening now. So. I think what is important is to be able to reflect back, even if you've done it for 10 years or 20 years or 50 years, to be able to reflect back, be able to really say what I did was meaningful. Uh, you only have one lifetime. And, uh, you know, to be able to, to, to step back after so many years and say it was worth it, despite all the hardships. If, if your passion becomes your profession, I think that's the best thing that can happen to anybody in this world. And uh, I, I wish you and your entire team and all the listeners the best of health. And uh, I, I really wish that they all remain safe and take care of themselves. And it's, it's a, a great goodbye from uh, India.